Red Light Special. <laughs> you remember when Walmart used to have like the rollback commercials? Mm-hmm. They'd be like, this rollback, week. Rollback, 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 rollback. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think I just embarrassed myself on national television. <laughs> nah, I can edit it out if you want, but I just I thought care. about that as I said okay. it. Because right. I totally remember all of those rollback commercials. They yeah. would have like that character float and chop a price off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then the face next to the rollback price. Mm-hmm. <laughs> rollback, 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 rollback. Mm-hmm. See, there you go. Yeah. All right, let's get it started. This is weeknights, and I'm here with my lovely singing co-host. Introduce yourself. I am Dashing D, aka Dash, aka the King of R&B. <sighs> I thought you had another one coming. You took a breath. I was like, oh, shit. No, new, one, new alias. <laughs> no, not yet. Because <laughs> then I'll start to forget them if I have too many. So. <laughs> you know, that's what happens. Then you be walking down the block. Somebody calls you by your alias and you don't even know they're talking to you. You just be like, who? Oh, you, you were talking to me? Me? Oh, wow. Oh, my totally forgot what? that was one of my names. Right. That, that has happened to me before. I was walking with someone. And someone saw me like a block away and shouted my name. And I totally did not realize they were calling me. And the person I was walking with was like, hey, uh, I think that guy is shouting to you. Mm. I turned around and it was one of my boys I hadn't seen in a while. He's like, nigga, you ain't hear me calling you? I was like, well, what did you say? And he said what name he said. And I was like, oh, that's why I don't turn around for that name. I never would have even realized if it wasn't for the person I was walking with, I would have been oblivious. He's like, I was about to call you and curse you out on the phone. <laughs> I mean, that's what you do when you had try no to... idea. Right, yeah. And he thought I was acting funny stuff. Yeah. And I He's understand. He's on the phone with some fighting words. Word. And be like, nigga, I'm right behind you. I mean, I was just about to say, why didn't he just like all the way come up to you and be like, hello? I was talking we were, to you. We were, he was almost a block behind me. Oh, okay. I guess he, like, turned the corner and saw me and was like, yeah. But, <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Anyway, let's get this show started. I, what was that name he called you, though? I don't know. Sorry. I can't remember. <laughs> good try, though. All right. That's a good to. try. Yep. Thanks. Mm-hmm. And I am JD, a.k.a. He Who Pods. AKA he who really needs to holler at his barber, man. AKA what was the other name? <laughs> Alright, I almost I, I was like, what? Just that fast, I, it left me. I was like, what is right. she talking about? That's why that I was have to good. do it. Yep. You got me. That was good. Anyway. Yeah, so we got some interesting stuff going on. What's up? What's this weekend that? was sorry. No, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, get your song on. I was I'll trying just, to cue you. I was trying I'll just, to cue I'll you just up. sip while you do it. You know what I mean? I was trying to cue you up. I was like, oh, you, you about to say something? So I was hitting you with, what's up? What's happening? You know. T.I.? Yeah, a little something on a, Monday, on a Monday weeknight. That's my jam. Mm-hmm. That it's was a great one. record. What's up? What's happening? <laughs> my daughter mm-hmm. likes that song, too. Which is funny because she didn't know her mother loved that song. I told her that one day. Uh, I had it, it came on on shuffle mode. I was like doing dishes or something. She's like, oh, dad, I like this song. I was like, oh, did your mom play it for you? 
It's like, what? What? Mom? <laughs> no. I was like, oh, my, bad. my bad, player. I didn't, I didn't Ooh, know. her blood already. Right. I was Between like, oh, is this your mom's jam? She said, mom barely ever plays rap music, and this is definitely not one of the songs that she plays. <laughs> Sorry, fix your face. Relax. I was like, yeah, when you go home, play it for your mom. Watch her get excited. There you go. You know, sometimes we know stuff that they don't know we know, but a topic for another time. Topic for another time. All right. Now, well, give us a topic what you got. we do need to discuss. Mm-hmm. This weekend was All-Star Weekend. It was. And... When, when the North and the West comes together, and we're not talking about Kanye and Kim's daughter... <laughs> Actually, it's when the East and the West come together. Oh my gosh, what's wrong with me? It's okay. <laughs> yeah. I've been listening to too much Miss Westy. Apparently. Apparently. So. The Eastern uh, Conference and the Western Conference. I just want to be clear. I know a lot about basketball. That was a complete, complete slip up on my part. And, you know, I've been saying a lot of dumb shit on the pod lately. Just just not thinking before I speak. So let me, let me you pull know, it on back. When you pod, <laughs> when, we, when you pod, and we keep we keep talking about this off pod, I think we need to take a day and do it. But yeah. when you pod, people don't realize how hard it is to just talk right. a lot, all the right. time. And sometimes shit just flies out that later on you listen back and be like, yeah. why did I, why did I right. say that dumb shit? Yeah, it's true. What's wrong with me? Why did I say that? Or you'll say a word. You'll be like, when you're potting, you'll be searching for a word in your mental Rolodex. The yeah. word you can't even imagine what it is. And you listen yeah. back and be like, the word was every. I could not, I couldn't remember every. Why? Why couldn't I remember a simple ass word like every? You'd be like, yeah, yeah you know, it, it means the same as like, like, like all the time. Uh, uh, but you it means the same as. It's like you can't materialize it. And the, and, and the issue is the camera, right? It's like, it's kind of like when you watch people on reality television. I know we have very little grace for them, but I actually think about them sometimes because. It is the same thing where the camera almost makes you feel like you're in a pressure cooker. And with them, they can let things fly because it's going to get edited anyway. But with right. us, we are the ones who have to edit it. And what the problem becomes time, it becomes how much do you edit? Like, Because there's editing and then there's censorship. And yeah. there's a fine line between the two. You don't want to be inauthentic, but right. you also don't want to look stupid. Right. So, And the other thing is, in reality TV, they can do punch-ins. So, like, let's right. say the every example, right? If I can't remember the word every on a reality show, they can pan the camera to a girl in a bikini and then have my audio come in saying, every damn day, just do it. But... On this year podcast, where it's just the two of us staring into a camera, post-edit, my mouth says possibly, and I change it and go, every. You could be like, it's not going to fly. People just, are going to be just like, what are you right doing here? Is that a deep What did you do? <laughs> right. what, what just happened? Right. 
absolutely yeah. true. You can do it with audio. If it's a, if it was an audio only podcast, there's oh, yeah, a lot of things that we could we could doctor. But being on video and trying to be on authentic on video is a completely different world. Yeah. Um. So it's fine. I know. I say sometimes I say things, and I'm like. Way more yeah. intelligent than that. I'd be they listening back and know. be mad. I'd be cursing myself out <laughs> on the listen back. I'd be yeah. in the crib flipping, looking in the mirror like Jordan the Stallion. Like, come here. You didn't. You didn't know to say the word every. You didn't know the word every. Really? Right. You couldn't think of the word every. Right. Really? Right. Yeah. It's it, yeah. It can be tough sometimes because you're really just trying to get through it. Do it right yeah. the first time. And not and have as few edits as possible, but Don't not look like an asshole who has no brain. Well, here, here, here. Because... I drink to, let's drink to that. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers to that. Okay. Because it's like, I don't know. Sometimes I, I sit back and I'm like, oh, did I really say that? And I'll go to call you and be like, I think we need to edit this. And then I'm like, you know what? It's an honest representation of a mistake I made. So, right. there we go. Whatever. Because right. I did that dumb shit. I did that dumb shit. But, you know, I right. hope that it comes across that we're two intelligent people. And if it does not, well, maybe this is not the podcast for you. It's fine. I did, listen, we never right. said this was the inte- intellectual podcast. Exactly. We just said this was, we was here five nights a week giving you giving you the good stuff that's all we said we ain't make right. no promises about learning or education or or, or informative anything or what <laughs> or educating because right. right. there's exactly. also that you know because sometimes people people will show up and then they'll be like but but what but why did y'all say it that way or why did y'all because because we didn't say we weren't going to do that right. Right. Plus, we got we got about forty five minutes mm-hmm. to record this, so then editing could begin and we could get it out in a timely manner. We don't exactly. have time for all that shit. No, this is don't. not like some huge super fly production. Just two broke friends trying to get a podcast out. That's it. That's it. That's that's really what that's really what's happening here. So yeah, yeah you know, you gotta take <laughs> you get what you get and you don't get upset. And if you right. do get upset, well, you know. Put it in the comments. Oops. Right, put it in the Please put it in the comments. Let us know how you, I mean, I feel like our comments let us know. <laughs> yeah. Yes, they do. Yep. So it's all good. But right. what you got for me? <laughs> I just well, derailed the whole conversation. No, it's fine. Listen, I'm always okay with having a conversation about podcasting. I mm. think, like I said, we've been talking about it a lot off mic. I think yeah. we should bring it on, Mike. I think we really should have episodes where we discuss, or even maybe a full episode where we discuss the ins and outs of podcasting, our experience with it, and different things. I think it will be interesting to the listeners and informative to some of them as well, because I, I speak to people about this podcasting stuff. And when I speak to them, they be blown away at some of the stuff that happens, yeah. like especially yeah. the bigger projects, like... I mean, I know all our listeners don't know about all my other podcasts, but some of my podcasts, it takes me weeks of editing, like, to put yeah. them out. And when people, when I tell that to people, they're like, wait, see, I didn't just record it and put it out. I'm like, no, no, there's six of us on a podcast. No, I cannot just put out the, the six-person podcast with zero edits. No. Well, I wish I could, but I can't. That, and that is the thing that I think that people don't get, and then we can get off this topic, but 
that is the thing that I think people don't get. Because I had a conversation with someone a while back where they were like, you know, they wanted to get into content creation and, you know, not necessarily podcasting, but they wanted to get into content creation, maybe do YouTube and stuff like that. And they were like, you know, but it's really intensive and it's really difficult because it's not like sitting in front of a, a camera and talking. And I was like, wait, <laughs> excuse me. You think the sitting in front of a camera and talking is like not that intensive? And what do you think happens after the camera turns off? What do you think happens with the video? You think I just hit upload and that's it? Because right. we both, this is not our only podcast between right. the two of us. Right. And I was like, huh? What are, what are you talking about? Because right. actually there's a lot of effort and a lot of work that goes into this. And right. y'all don't see it, and that's fine. The behind the scenes stuff is the is what we choose to do, right? right. We chose yep. to to create this, and we chose to create our other projects, and so we're executing on what we chose to do. But make no mistake about it, it's not a it's not a quick and easy thing. Not even weeknights, like you said, yeah. weeknights is as as condensed and as concise as we try to make it when we are on camera the camera goes off and me and you are like talking back and forth about this thing and that thing and this right. went wrong and that it's it's never that simple but no, i just think no, it's, i just not. think it's funny that i was like oh okay so like you think that because people talk on a camera they don't edit content right. like what is that what does that mean but yeah. And it's interesting, too, because in response to that, what happens often is people don't see the things they don't see. And because right. of that, they don't think about it, right? You just mm -hmm. you just press play. Whether yeah. you're listening or you're watching, we appreciate both of y'all. You don't get to know what's going on behind the scenes, right? They don't know, did you have a good day before recording? If I have a good day before recording. They don't know how much we had to figure out what the topics are going to be, how much we had to research what the topics are going to be, how much right. editing we had to do, how much editing we did not have to do, how much re-recording, how many tech issues. Like the list goes on, but it's kind of this like out of sight, out of mind kind of thing where people yeah. just consume the product and don't think about anything else, right? Like, you, they, right. they just go to Dunkin' Donuts and get a, a coffee and sip it. They're not thinking about where the beans came from, who, who had them. to make the coffee, all of these yeah. behind-the-scene things, right? Like, they don't care <laughs> that they couldn't get an order. Like, they don't care that, hey, we got different straws today because we had to change vendors. It, it just like, well, what's up with your straws, man? Why I got paper straws today? What the fuck is that? Right. And so... You, you, you kind of got to think about it like this, right? There are whole podcast companies. Yeah. Those people got to be doing something. Right. They can't just, they're not, they're not showing up and, and taking a video and uploading it. Like yeah. they've got to be doing something. Right. You know, of course. myself included who works for a podcast company, but it's, it's the, it's the same thing right it's like anything else it's like television it doesn't just happen and then like we were saying with reality television yes people are able to act as themselves and 
do whatever they do, but you do realize that once they're done doing that, there's a whole there's an entire staff. Got, right? Like it's the same stuff. Yeah. Um, but you know, sometimes people don't see that. And I and I understand, like you said, they're not they're getting the product that came from all of the work. They're not yeah. seeing the work. So totally understandable. But I like this topic way better than that one topic we were <laughs> I know you know which one, so yeah. we can skip that one and go on to yeah, the other Yeah, that's fine, that's fine. It's always yeah. tomorrow. But yeah, but, so um, um, oh. let's go. No, I was going to say let's go. Now oh, okay. please introduce the topic. <laughs> now let's get to the actual <laughs> topics that we talked about in research. Right. Um, so this weekend was All-Star Weekend, which also means there was a celebrity basketball game. Everybody knows about it. It's popular. It's famous. And yeah. fun fact, Stephen A. Smith got hurt at it. Totally random, but just a little Did tidbit he? I want to throw in there. Yeah. Because oh, Stephen A. Smith that. is old and probably shouldn't be playing celebrity <laughs> basketball. Yeah. I, my mad respect to Stephen A. Smith, but that's I probably mean, part of why. Probably. Anyway, um, so it has come out that Chris Brown and the NBA had some issues with this basketball <laughs> game. Apparently, um, <clears throat> the NBA reached out to Chris Brown asked him to be part of the celebrity basketball game, and then they so reneged. Sorry. Huh? <laughs> because he's so good at it. And that's oh. not sarcasm. He's no, done right. it before. No, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, some of the celebrities got skills. I remember the celebrity football game. Nelly was killing it like 10 years in oh, a row. I remember that. Yes. I remember that Nelly, Nelly, was, Nelly used to do his thing. Yeah, he was killing it for years. So yeah, yeah it's, and and I and I think that's always been a cool little thing that they do, mm -hmm. uh, and then it creates like bragging rights between the celebs and friendships and bonds and all these other yeah. things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but Chris Brown was asked to come and play ball, come and do the celebrity game, and then the NBA reneged. For those who don't know what that means, it means they said, "Sir, please don't show up. We had to change your heart." Um, those reneggers. Oof. <laughs> Sorry. I have like five thoughts. I'm gonna keep them all to myself. Uh, so you gotta reclaim it. And in their in their recanting, in their in their change of heart, they let they said to Chris Brown that <clears throat> allegedly. No, this is what they said to Chris Brown. Oh, I thought okay, okay. They said that some of their sponsors had an issue with Chris Brown being part of the game, including Ruffles. The potato chips. Potato chips. Is Ruffles or Pringles? I feel like it was Ruffles. It's Ruffles. Okay, I was about to pull it up. All right. If you say it's Ruffles, then it's Ruffles. That's it. Which I, I, be it Which I believe if we go up the chain, is Pepsi. Hey, now we talking. I believe so. I believe Ruff Ruffles is under Lay's, and I believe Lay's is under Pepsi. Don't quote me. No, fuck that. We're going to hit the Googles. Because now, now you're now you talking. Now you are talking who even a bigger conversation ruffles than the ruffles conversation. Chips, yeah. You are absolutely correct. Owner Pepsi Co. produced by Frito Lay. Yeah. That girl's good. Thank you, thank you. That girl is good. Told y'all I was smart. <laughs> You're a fool. <laughs> told me I was smart. <laughs> Stupid. I'll be knowing. <laughs> yeah. I kid. But, yeah. And so, 
I think that's and Ruffles is the official chip of the NBA, by the way, for those who I don't did, know. I did not know that. And then chips Me, are hard. It says, but it on, it says it on the Ruffles website. The chips are hard. But that's besides the point. You feel like you're going to break a tooth on some Ruffles. And don't get me wrong, the cheddar and sour cream is, is good. The flavor is good, but the chips are hard. Got it. So, Chris Brown took to the internet <laughs> to let us know what the NBA has done and express his frustration with companies doing things like this to him and mm -hmm. holding his past crimes against him. We know this stems from the thing that happened eons ago between him and Rihanna. Something like 20 years ago now, right? Yes. But I'm not saying I'm not saying it. I'm not defending him or anything. I'm only no, no, saying no. it was about 20 years ago, if I'm correct. I don't think that something that people have been saying since this information was released is that people are isolating the Rihanna incident, but that is not the only incident that Chris Brown has has been in been in um someone or even been a, or been out, a part of someone even pointed out that the restraining order that Karuchi had against him just ended last year got it so he has a history of um violent and behavior that is uh, violence alleged violence against women and behavior that is untoward as it relates to women. So I I think it's I think we're minimizing it if we just call out Rihanna's name. So I just <laughs> want to make sure we're responsible about the fact that that's not the only thing that has happened. That's probably the worst thing that we know about, but it's not the only thing that has happened over the years since that. No, you're right. You're right. I, I called that out immediately because that's the one that is the biggest as far as media, as far as media coverage, as far as trials and, you know, yes. um, convictions. You know what I'm saying? Like, we know this is something that is etched into his legal record. Mm -hmm. um, but yes, there have been other problematic behavior incidents since then. Yes, there, that was great that you called that out. Um, but he took to the internet to say, Hey, this is, this keeps happening with companies. I am tired of this happening. They keep fucking with me and I'm tired of it. Mm -hmm. And since then, this is where it gets really interesting to me. Ruffles responded and said, uh, sorry, player. We ain't have shit to do with that. We found out at the same time as y'all. Right. So I think all of this is really interesting and worth discussing. Mm -hmm. um, but I just spoke a lot. What are your thoughts? So I think that this is very layered and I think there's a lot of information we will never find out. Layered, rolls, potato chips. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. I'm here all night. The king of R&B. Give it up for the king of R&B, y'all. Thank you very much. So... Okay. Pepsi, aka Frito Lay, aka Ruffles, is I should have done that backwards, but it's all the same. It's all the same. 
these companies, these huge, huge conglomerates are, when they're involved with media, they are attached to media agencies. Yep. They very seldom represent themselves. Right. So there's a middleman who deals with whoever the company is they're working with, whether right. it's an advertisement on a podcast or on a television show, or it's an activation at the NBA All-Star Game. There's usually a middleman that makes sure that Pepsi's good and the people that they're working with are good. Right. And that they're on the same page and that contracts are signed. And if if Ruffles decides that there is something they don't want to be associated with, they are at liberty to say, hey, we can't have our signage or we can't have our ads um, running anywhere near this thing. So with television, it'll be like, um, I forget what they call it, but they'll give you a list and they'll say, we cannot run in any of these shows. One of okay. these shows is, um, if one of your shows is on this list, can't run there. You got to figure out where to put it that it's not in any association with this. Um, or um, for podcasting, maybe they'll say, we don't want to be in anything political. Stuff like that, right? Right. Um, some people will say, it'll be in the contract. We can't, we can't be associated with anything controversial, which is relative. Right. Um, so my guess, and I've never, I work in advertising. I was just, this is where I'm getting my information from, but I've never worked on an ad agency side. I've always worked on the other side. So I've worked okay. on the side of the NBA, not, not, I haven't worked for the NBA, but I'm saying usually I'm on that side of things. I'm not on the agency side. So there's probably a lot of things that go on there that I don't know about. I could totally see you already knowing the brand Sorry. that you're working with on that side of things and knowing what, and if it's a, if it's like family friendly or, um, you know, like they don't want to be around cursing or they don't want to be around anything vulgar or anyone violent or right. uh, whatever they, that is essentially what the ad agency is for to make sure that those things don't happen. Right. There is a world where they say this is controversial or this person is controversial. Right. And maybe Ruffles didn't explicitly say it, but the ad agency was able to say, oh, this is your lineup. We don't think that's going to work for us. Maybe it wasn't Ruffles at all, but I, I do want to give that context because I think that's important. And I think that's the part we'll never really, we'll never really hear about is what, what was discussed, what was okay and what wasn't okay. Um, now I'm just thinking and my brain is working. And as, as you were talking, I started to think, hasn't Pepsi been associated with BT and the BT awards? And I'm not saying that from experience there. I'm just, I'm just saying that because I feel like they have. Okay. I would have to research that. The only reason I'm saying that is because... A burned bridge is a burned bridge. Or not even that, but if, if, if Chris Brown has already been associated with the... And, and 
BET has never really the BET Awards specifically has not really distanced itself from him. So I would be curious to do some research is what I'm trying to say to see what, um, how recent it was that his name was involved in, I don't know when he's last performed or anything like that or won an award. So I'm not sure, but um, something I would have to research. But I do think it would be interesting to see what, the brand has been associated with prior. Also, maybe it wasn't just them or maybe it wasn't them at all. It could have been another brand. People don't realize, cause somebody said to me, well, somebody said to me a couple of things. Someone said, well, wouldn't, couldn't the NBA have just told them and like, Shouldn't the brand have a right to say who that can be associated with it or not with it or not? Yes, but then the NBA needed to vet the brands that they were they they needed to vet the guests at the All Star Game. Sorry, I'm getting a little tripped up on my words. The NBA needed to vet who they were coming who was coming to the game against who was participating as a sponsor. That should always happen. Yeah. A big organization like the NBA and a big company like like Pepsi, Frito-Lay, Ruffles, that should have been vetted. I don't yeah. know how that I don't know how that gets overlooked, which is why I'm kind of like Ruffles maybe didn't know. Maybe they're telling the truth that they didn't know and there was something that happened in the middle that there was a disconnect about. Or it could have been another brand that just said, oh, wait, y'all didn't tell us that that person was on the lineup or we didn't realize that person was on the lineup. Oh, right. or we didn't know because a lot of the people that work at ad agencies, like let's call it what it, what it is, are white and may not be hip to the, what you know? Yeah. Maybe somebody, somebody else had to see it and go, wait, Chris Brown is going to be there? Do y'all know who Chris Brown is? Right. You know, it could have been a situation like that where they came back last minute. That happens too, where a brand will come back last minute and say, oh, actually, we didn't realize this. Hey, y'all got to change this. A lot of things could have happened. As far as Chris Brown himself and what the situation means, um, I think it's really unfortunate uh, that, um, I've said it before, that I think that it's unfortunate that his career slowed down as much as it did. Um, I don't know, as someone who has not experienced what Karuchi or Rihanna has experienced, mm -hmm. I don't know what the right thing to do here is. Um, I don't, know that he should be stopped from these opportunities. I mean, this is his livelihood. This is his music and all of that is how he makes his money. That's his career. Yeah. So I don't know what the right thing to do is when these situations happen. I understand right. his frustration is what I'll say. Um, I would be frustrated too. If I felt like I did something wrong or did some, some things wrong and 
I tried to stay out of the public eye and kind of do my own thing. And, Mm -hmm. you know, at what point I would want to know too, like, at what point did I pay my penance or is there, or is there penance? Because there's also that. And that's why I'm saying, I don't know what those women would think. Well, I think we know that Rihanna has moved on and, and she has, and they pieced it up. Yeah, and she has publicly said, like, that's done and that's over with. And, you know, not checking for that. She's mo- Cle- Clearly, she has way past moved on. She has her family and everything now. But I don't know. Like, I don't know what... Mm-hmm. I don't know what the right thing to do here is. I want to be sympathetic to people who have experienced th- those things. Mm-hmm. Um, but I... But I can also understand the frustration of a man who is like, all right, like, what I got to do? And then don't throw it in my face either. Because that's what it could feel like when somebody invites you someplace. Right. And they're like, actually, forgot that shit you did. Don't come. Right. That's also poor business. Just- right. It just, which is what he was saying in his post because he said... They also are still asking me to come to be at the front row of their basketball games. Oh, hell no. Yeah, y'all can't have it both ways. So, you know, I think this is a layered conversation as well. Um, I think it's unfortunate that Chris Brown has to deal with this still. Nobody is perfect, but it does raise the question you brought up, which is, well, what happens, right? Because, sure, people make mistakes, but I thought the whole thing was... You go and pay your debt to society, right? So this goes for any crime, really. I mean, it's tricky, sure, because we know he has had instances where, with Rihanna specifically, yes, he put his hands on Rihanna at some, in some capacity. With the other women, it's a little murky. We don't know really what happened and what didn't happen. We know there are restraining orders in place and things of that nature. Cool. But at what point do we say, hey, this guy... You said, for example, the restraining order just ended. Clearly, there's no new one. So there hasn't been a new issue. So at what point is the debt repaid and this person is allowed to just do everything again? One, does that ever happen? Two, does that depend on the crime? Three, is it not about society? Is it about the companies? Those are the questions that have come to mind for me. The next thing is, I think it's unfortunate that the NBA mentioned Ruffles because now you may have severed another relationship. And I think the NBA and their staff are smart enough to know that that was not a good thing to do. Perhaps, like you said, it was another company that the NBA was quote-unquote protecting. But you've also now caused an issue, possibly, between yourself, NBA, and your chip company sponsor contract situation with Ruffles. I don't know. We'll see what happens, as we always say here. But it's possible that now Ruffles will say, hey, wait a minute, you threw us under the bus. You're going to have to find a new chip company to represent you. And I want to be I want to be real clear about something. It never just runs one way 
right? So when you have a company like the their parent company, mm-hmm. a lot of times the brands will align. So like, and I don't know this, again, speculating here. I don't know any of this to be true. And I did no research on this. But I can bet in certain places, if Ruffles is the official chip, Pepsi beverages are probably somewhere close by. Right? So you fucking with a lot of business as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Because one brand is is usually not, you know, is usually yeah. is usually is usually yeah. not just associated like if Ruffles was a company on on its own and it wasn't associated with anything else, right. then you could probably say, um, okay, fine. But when it's a part of such a big parent parent company, you also it also makes me wonder like what is the relationship going to be now especially because they I'm sure the contract will probably stay in place but what does that look like moving forward again something we probably will never hear of and never right. learn but really interesting stuff I think yeah just I agree I'm a nerd but you know, you not know, interesting so. too and um forgot what I was gonna say but what I hope is that Chris Brown does not have to keep dealing with this. That he does distance himself, distance himself from the NBA, and that Ruffles finds something that they could do with him because they're saying they're not the ones who did it. So maybe he could do a little chip commercial or something. I don't know. Yeah, because it sucks that he lost this opportunity, this look, and this money. So I think, yeah, yeah, we'll see. I think the fear is that, especially today people are so sensitive to the things they believe in in a way that people were not a long time ago. And I think that brands are more cognizant of that now. I don't think it's that they never were. I just think you, if you live in this world today, you have to be more sensitive to the way people are gonna react you have to be more understanding and you have to have the foresight to know that there could be backlash sure. when you enter a partnership. Yeah. So I think that's the problem that's having he- that, that Chris Brown is having here. Right. I think that, um, I think that maybe if times had never really changed and they should have, we should grow and we should evolve. But I think if times were still the way they were, maybe even 10 years ago, I think people would probably be a little bit more lenient and a little bit more forgiving. And hey, I do want to point out that Chris Brown is not destitute either. And it's not that Chris Brown doesn't get invited anywhere. He hasn't been completely... um, Written off, canceled. Yeah, he hasn't been completely written off from every place he's been invited to places he's been at, uh he's been nominated for awards he he may not win them right um but he's been nominated for awards um i just think and that's not a consolation at all it's just there are levels we've talked about that before where there are levels to 
what people will accept. There are levels to who people will accept. Yeah. For some people, it's a lot easier to, you know, re-enter society. For black men, not as easy. Right. Across yeah. the board. We still have yeah, yet. I yeah. I, I know I'm talking a lot. But I, was, um, I was just going to say, we have to wait and see what's going to happen with Jonathan Majors in terms of his re-entry into um, the acting Society. world. We don't know what's going to happen. Right. And there was a white woman involved in that. And I'm not saying that to be disrespectful. I'm saying that because when we talk about who is protected in the world we live in, right. it's never a good look for a black man to be on the other end of that. So we'll see. Like we, we, we don't know, but I don't know. I'll be upset if I was him. I totally understand. But at the same time, I don't know what to do with proven domestic violence. I don't, I don't know how we're supposed to find the balance there. And I'm not saying that because I don't think there is a balance or there should be. I just really don't know. And I right. wish I had answers, but I don't know. Yeah, I think that the other thing, too, is, um, you know, Chris Brown, sure, you could view him as problematic and talented. Whatever your view of him is, that's, that's going to vary based on many factors. But what I think is something we need to start looking at, and I said this on Man Cave Monday a while back too, mm. is that the NBA is not doing things above board. The NBA is picking and choosing very clearly who they reprimand, how they mm -hmm. reprimand them, who they support, who they shun, and that's with their own players. Yeah. Now we're seeing this outside of that. Now we're seeing this with Chris Brown. So who's next? I think oh, yeah. as consumers, I think mm -hmm. as fans of basketball and as fans of the entertainment industry as a whole, we have to start thinking about how we want to support the NBA, how much we want to support the NBA, and really looking with a close eye at what the NBA is doing. Because there's players like LeBron James, who's the face of the NBA, or John Morant, or who's said to be the new face, the next face of the NBA, who well, they could do all type of stuff, and their penalties are slim to none compared to other players like Kyrie, for example. Right. Who Kyrie has been put through the ringer. You know, um, Draymond Green, he's been going through a lot lately. And I know this is not a basketball podcast, but I'm just saying that oh, I think it's very clear today. Mm -hmm. That in 2024, the NBA is not playing fair. And I don't mean the basketball games. I mean the business of the NBA and how they are handling black men. Because that's really what this is about, right? I mean, we don't see the... I want to make this too racy. My point is, they are picking and choosing how they do things and with who. Which, yes, as a company, that is their right to do. But it was also companies' right to say, hey, we don't serve black people back in the day. So well, let's, <laughs> let's, let's really just be conscious uh -huh. of what the NBA is doing to our people. That's the last thing I want to say. I'll say one more thing. I think in terms of, I, I, think, I agree with everything you said. I think in terms of dealing with advertisers, though, I think it will always be dictated by 
how much money the advertisers are willing to spend. But we and, don't even know if this was an advertiser because the way Ruffles is saying it wasn't us. So it's possible that the right. NBA did it and used the Jedi mind trick and said, oh, no, we would <laughs> never do that, Chris Brown. Totally, it, was, it was Dash. Totally possible. But let's say for argument's sake, since this is this is what, what the conversation was, let's say it was a sponsor. It doesn't have to be Ruffles. It could have been anybody. Sure. Um, a lot, a lot of times, those types of things are sponsored. Um, I would have to go back and look at at who the listed sponsors were, but usually something like a celebrity basketball game is probably sponsored by one of those big brands. But um, and again, it would they would spend a certain amount of money to sponsor it. So I think the NBA wouldn't. I'll say this: the NBA wouldn't be the first major company to change their lineup or change something very significant about the thing that they were doing to appease a sponsor. Um, I agree. I think it happens very often. I think that money talks especially if it's a long-term sponsor and you want to keep them happy because the idea is that they'll continue spending more money year over year. Um, so that's always going to be, as a business, as a private business, that's always going to be what they're thinking about. They're always going to be like, well, huh, we could get somebody else. Sure. If, if y'all are spending a million, two million dollars or whatever it is, maybe even more. Probably more. We could get somebody else. We could... There's plenty of people who want to play basketball. You know what I mean? Right. I could... I, I, think, I think there's also that and I think sometimes... And like I said earlier in the conversation that as a brand, you should be able to decide what your brand is associated with sure. and what, what it's not. Um, but I think the, I think where things got murky, even if, even if a sponsor had made that decision where things got murky is that the NBA should have made sure that everything was vetted properly before they sent out invites. Yeah, I agree. You, should, you shouldn't be in a position where you have to renege someone's invitation because of, of an advertiser that kind of should have been in place already um because it's also embarrassing it's like who made that mistake right how did that not get get taken care of before you know chris brown was able to <laughs> hit his twitter fingers and get on the internet you know and yep. i don't blame him for doing that i'm not saying it like that because i, I think that you know he shouldn't i just you know but anyway I know this went really long. I just, uh, I've been talking a lot. No, it's, it's all good. <laughs> I think it was good to have the, this in-depth conversation. Um, yeah, so we'll we'll see what happens. I I think it goes both ways. I think you got to be able to, you got to do good business on the NBA side. And I think as an advertiser, you got to be able to protect your brand. And I think Chris Brown is allowed to protect his reputation, what's left of it. And I think he, it's okay for him to get upset. Yeah, and so. Yeah, I, I, I think it is okay for him to get upset. I just, 
And I think it's okay for people who don't think he deserves to be invited places. I think it's okay for those people as well to say, hey, no, what you did is, is heinous. What you did is not enough. Yeah, but then don't invite to me to sit front row at the game. Right. Can't and that's why, I'm, that's why I'm saying NBA, the NBA did bad business. Yeah. Yeah. That's the bottom line there. They, they fucked up. Yes, they did. When we're talking about who's at fault here, if there is someone to blame, it's the NBA. Yes. That should have been handled. That should have been handled differently. Agreed. Um, but yeah, I don't know. These things happen. Sometimes you can't. Sometimes it's unavoidable, and and I can sympathize with that. But I just, I, I we don't know. We don't know that, and we won't know that. So the NBA is at fault here. Publicly, it's the NBA's bad. Yep. But yeah, that's all I got. And that's all we got. Because we are out of time, ladies and gentlemen. So thank you for being here. Thank you for listening, watching. Let us know what you think about this Chris Brown NBA situation. Feel free to throw it in the comments. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow night, same time. Bye. Adios. <laughs>